Hey everyone, and welcome to the Rookie Life Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Prophet, and I want to say thank you so much for joining us today for episode number 34. Okay, so today's topic is something I'm kind of a little nervous to talk about because I don't want to fumble over what I'm saying or, you know, just give you the wrong impression that I have everything figured out because y'all know, like, this is the rookie life, right? Like, we're trying to figure things out, but this is something that I recently did and I'm really excited about it, and that is launching a course with live webinars. So I want to talk about the things that I've learned and the 14 steps that you can take to do this without paying for a webinar service. So if you've been thinking about doing this, I know your ears just perked up when I said not paying. Hello, like saving you money. Yes, you know, like I'm just, oh, I'm all, I'm all about doing things on the cheap. We are on a strict budget around here and I love anything free. So, um, if you're new to the rookie life, welcome. This is just a little sprinkling of what we do around here, but let me tell you some of the other fun things we like to talk about here on the podcast. We focus on what it means to start something new, even when you have no idea where to begin, how to develop new skills in all areas of your life, and how to find that it factor that'll keep you motivated every single day. So join us as we dive headfirst into what it means to be a rookie. Come on, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. Okay, so do you know those quizzes, you know, where you can take one to see what kind of friend's character would you be? Are you a Rachel? Are you a Monica? Maybe you're a Phoebe? You know what I'm talking about, like those silly quizzes that you take and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm totally going to share that I'm a Rachel or whatever the case may be, right? You know those silly personality quizzes I'm talking about. Well, I'm excited because I created one for rookies because I thought, you know, it would be pretty cool to see what kind of rookie you are. So I want you to go check out this new quiz. It's at crystalprofit.com slash rookie quiz. And I want you to see what kind of rookie you are. It's just something super fun that I created because, like I said, I love taking these quizzes and I thought, well... Maybe the Rookie Life Podcast, like, I think y'all are going to enjoy it too. So again, that's crystalprofit.com slash rookie quiz. Hey, rookies, and welcome back to episode 34. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to remind you of a couple of things. The first is that I wanted to tell you we always provide the show notes for each episode. So if you're interested in learning more about any of our guests or checking out the show notes, then head on over to crystalprofit.com slash podcast. That's crystal with a K and profit with two F's and two T's. And go check out the show notes for this week's episode. You'll find social media links for any of our guests and you can continue to follow their journeys. The next thing I wanted to remind you is to be sure and subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. There are some awesome things coming up around the corner. I've been doing some amazing interviews, and you don't want to miss any of them. And while you're at it, 
please write and review the show on iTunes. I can't wait to do our next giveaway very soon because we're going to be choosing random reviewers to receive some really cool Rookie Life merchandise. You can leave a star rating between one and five stars, but here's what you have to do to be considered for the drawing. You have to leave a comment on either what you think of the show or tell people uh, your favorite episode. You can tell me topics that you want to hear. Tell me whatever your heart desires, but you have to leave a comment to be considered for one of the drawings. I don't want you to miss out on the opportunity to get some really cool stuff because who knows what the prize will be next time. Okay, we've gotten all the business stuff out of the way. Let's talk about webinars. So many of you know this, but I recently launched my course, Rookie Podcasting. And what I'm sharing with you today is how I launched the course with webinars, why I decided to do it. Basically, we're going to do a little quick like who, what, when, where, and why to kind of give you an idea of the behind the scenes mental processes that I went through. And um, I'm really sharing this because I had a great response with the webinars and I had so much fun, even though I thought I was going to throw up <laughs> right before I did the first one. I'll, we'll get, we'll get, you know, more on that in a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I wanted to share with you, um, just the behind the scenes kind of stuff. And then we'll go through the 14 steps that I actually took to set this up for free. Like, I'm so excited about anytime I can save someone money or give them advice on how to do something very cheap. Because I know if you're anything like me, you are on a strict budget when it comes to your business and the things that you want to try. And, you know, maybe you're really excited to do new things, but you're like, gosh, I just can't spend another $50 a month or $25 a month or even $100, you know, a flat fee to get something going, right? Because there's a fee for everything or there's an add-on or, you know, it just, it gets very expensive to have an online business if you're just kind of throwing money at several different things every month. So, um, so I'm excited to share with you how I did all this for free and, uh, I will probably, um, turn this into a YouTube video at some point because I think that, the visual aspect will be even more helpful, but for today, I have this podcast, and that's what we're going with, so here we go. Let's dive into the who, what, when, where, and why of the live webinar. Okay, so first of all, the who is I did this by myself. In a perfect world, I would have a virtual assistant help me. I actually uh, I follow Amy Porterfield and her podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy, like she has so many great resources that you should go check out if you're wanting to launch a product or anything with webinars. I highly recommend going and checking out anything that she does. Like she's a rock star in this space and she's a virtual mentor that I've been watching very closely for several months and I've used her guidance and a lot of the things that I did even though I haven't taken any of her courses, I fully endorse anything that she teaches about webinars. So, um, and with that being said, 
she suggests using a virtual assistant if you can. If you have the means to use a virtual assistant. Well, I don't have a virtual assistant. I have my mom who I, you know, I tested some of the technology with beforehand. And oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did. We'll get to that in a little bit. But um, but I did do all this by myself. So um, it's not impossible to do it by yourself. But in a perfect world, try to have someone help you with um, just testing everything and making sure everything is seen and you can hear you and just all the things that go into webinars. So what did I do? I launched my course with live webinars. That's what we're talking about today. That's the what of this podcast episode. And then when did I do it? So I planned everything Okay, well, let's let's just be honest. Let's go to the backstory of when all this really went down. I had set a goal for 2019 that I was going to launch my course, Rookie Podcasting, four times this year. So I wanted to launch once a quarter. And so I just picked a date in January and said, okay, this is when I'm going to do it. And I was scared because I didn't feel prepared for that date. And sure enough, it closed in on me way faster than I expected. And I just ended up doing it afraid. I was totally scared of what the outcome was going to be because I just, I didn't know how it was going to turn out. It was my first time doing this. So that's more of the when all this happened. But I um, decided that I was going to let the launch period be 10 days, right? Because I don't, I think that there's a time and a place to have a course open, you know, for 24 hours a day, 365 a year. But um, I wanted the course to only be available for 10 days. And uh, the why is I wanted to try this new sales technique that I had technically tested in theory for about two years. And the reason why I say that is because, y'all, I have a marketing degree. If you didn't know that, like I went to school, I got, you know, my bachelor's degree in business and I did marketing presentations for basically two years. Like I stood in front of a class, I created a PowerPoint presentation and I presented it, you know, in front of anywhere from, 10 to 100 people, depending on which class it was and how big it was. Um, And some of them were even bigger than that. So I feel very comfortable in the setting of giving a presentation, even, you know, even if there's no one in the room. It was actually kind of awkward being, you know, the only person that was there because you can't, you know, judge body language of the crowd or is anyone smiling at you? But anyway, so my why was um, I knew that I could do this. I knew that I could do a presentation very well and I wanted to, I guess, test out my theory to see if I was actually any good at it. And then so that's the who, what, when, and why. I guess I didn't put the where. The where is online. So I kind of figured that one would be obvious. But yes, where would be online. And um, and here is how I did it. So this is where I want to spend the most time because, like I said, 
I didn't use a webinar platform to launch these webinars. And I really want to share with you the things that I've learned and how I did it because it's just part of my journey, right? I don't want to perfect it and then share it with you because then, you know, I can't share with you the hiccups or the the trials and tribulations that I learned along the way. I'm just going to present to you a beautifully packaged, you know, it's got a pretty little bow on it. And like here, this is everything that you should do. And if it doesn't come out for you perfectly, then you're a failure. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's too harsh, but that's, I mean, that's how I feel sometimes. Like when someone has been doing this for years and years and years, and then they tell you how to do it. And if you don't understand, you just feel stupid or you feel like, okay, I missed a step somewhere because what they did does not look at all like what I did. So I want to share this process with you because it's fresh on my mind. Like I literally finished two weeks ago from the day that I'm recording this. I fin like I closed the doors <clears throat> to rookie podcasting for the first time in 2019. So um, all of this is still very fresh on my mind. So I want to share this with you. I want to get this process down, have it recorded. Like I said, this will probably eventually be a YouTube video that I have out for the world to see. But for now, I want to share with everything, share with you everything because it's fresh on my mind. So um, back to the how. I am super cheap. I already said this. Like if you're working with a tight budget, I get you. Like we are speaking the same language. And I just didn't want to shell out a monthly fee to webinar platform that I would potentially only use four times a year when I launched my course. I mean, there's other reasons to do webinars and to have webinars, but the sole purpose of me focusing on webinars right now was to launch the course. So instead, what I used was uh, within the live streaming feature of YouTube, you can do what is called a Google Hangout. And now um, YouTube or Google owns YouTube. So these used to be like two separate platforms and now they're one and the same. And it is a little tricky to set up from the beginning, but that's why I wrote all of these down, all these 14 steps that you have to go through. And I'm going to have all of these in the show notes. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're thinking, Crystal, you're just talking at me. I don't know what you're saying without a visual representation. That's no big deal. I want you to pause this and actually walk through the steps with me if you're interested in doing this for your own webinars one day. It's really not hard, and you don't have to do a webinar to sell a product. I'm actually considering doing lots of webinars over the course of the year that don't sell anything. They're just strictly informational. They're teaching people. I've been able to do one on Canva and how I use it as uh, the graphic design software for everything that I do in my business. And, um, and I'm looking at doing other things to show. Um, I did one on showing podcasters how to upload their podcast episodes into a WordPress site. So if they have a website. So there's multiple reasons that you can do a webinar. It's not just to sell a product. 
So um, maybe that's a good idea. I'll go, I'll do a podcast episode on ways that you can use webinars because I think that's really helpful and that gives me more ideas. I just had like five more popping in my head. So side note, need to do a podcast episode on webinars and all kinds of different things you can do with them. Okay, so let's get into the 14 steps to set up a webinar for free. I don't know why I'm doing that. I kind of feel like Oprah. I know I don't sound like Oprah when I do that, but, you know, it kind of makes me for free. Okay, I know. You're probably going to stop listening to me after that. But anyway, number one. Okay, so you have to have a YouTube channel. You have to have an account. And if you don't have one, go set one up. Because that's not actually step one. That's kind of like this side note to step one because you have to be able to enable live streaming on your YouTube account. That's step one. But if you don't have a YouTube account, you got to do that first. So have a YouTube channel, have it all set up, and then you're going to go to um, enabling live streaming on your account, which takes at least 24 hours for this to go into effect. So Here's another, and I might do a lot of side notes here, but um, you have to have, like, all of this set up on the back end. Like, it's not a quick thing to just launch a webinar. You can't just go, bloop, okay, we're live, let's do this. No. There is a lot of planning, and um, there's a lot to launching a project or a product or a YouTube channel, or a website. Like, there's all kinds of things involved in the launching of something. So I don't want you to think that this is something you could do in 24 hours without any kind of stress at all. Like, oh my gosh, this took me a while. (laughs) This took me like two weeks to figure out all this stuff. And I still probably didn't do it right. Um, But, you know, that's why I'm here sharing this information. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm getting sidetracked on everything. So we'll just go back to number one is enable live streaming on your YouTube account. And how do you do this? Okay, so if you do already have a YouTube account, you're going to go up to the top right corner and there's that little camera that has the plus sign, right? And it'll say upload video or go live or live streaming. And you click on the live and then it will say, okay, live streaming, you got to enable it, follow the steps to do that. And then it'll say in 24 hours, you can do this. So like I said, this isn't something you can just hit a button and go live. You have to be prepared for it. So that's number one. Number two, you want to go to your creator studio on YouTube. So again, if you don't have a YouTube channel already set up, you're going to want to do that. And I would suggest having at least a, um, a thumbnail, like a background picture. You don't have to have anything fancy, but go to canva.com and just type in YouTube. Uh, I think it's cover art or channel art. You type in YouTube and then the, it'll populate, you know, your choices for YouTube and then just create something very basic that sticks to like, it's your brand. It's totally on brand for what you do. And then have that as the channel art background, because if you don't populate any information on anything you do on YouTube, it will default to that channel art instead of it just being nothing. So that's just another side note. I know we're going to go down a bunch of rabbit holes, but I promise I will keep us on task here. So you want to go to your creator studio on YouTube 
And if you don't know where that is, it is the top right corner. It's got a little picture. I see myself and mine. And then you click on that, go down, Creator Studio, and then you're there. You're on that page. And then you'll go to Other Features on the left-hand side of the page. So... Number two is go to Creator Studio. Number three is go to Other Features. Number four, you want to click the the uh, option Live Events. Okay? So you're going to go to Live Events. Go to Other Features and then Live Events. Now you're going to create a new live event on this page. So for me, I did a lot of testing and I just would put in test number one, test number two, and um, I would, you know, you could fill out all the information if you wanted to, but like my webinar information was how to launch your podcast in 2019, webinars one through four, and then you can write your description and the date and the time and everything that you want to go live, but make everything private or unlisted right away. That way, if you accidentally do go live, no one can see it. Like, switch it from public. You don't want it to be public because you don't want to be accidentally testing something and then you're like, oh, well, everyone on YouTube saw that or they can find it. I mean, I guess it's not the end of the world, but um, one morning I tested something. I was in my bathrobe. I did have clothes on, but I was in my bathrobe. My hair was crazy, and I think... Neelan and Wally were both in the background being crazy too. So, um, yeah, make sure when you're testing something, it's not set to public. Okay, so, um, and then you want to make sure that the Google Hangout option is selected when you're on your live event page. Like, the other option is not, a it's a live video, like a live streaming, but it's not Google Hangouts. And you want Google Hangouts, I'm going to say it again, Google Hangouts, Google Hangouts when you're doing a webinar. The reason is because the Google Hangouts feature is what allows you to share your screen, okay? So if you just do a live stream on YouTube, then that's just you talking into a camera. That's like when someone goes live on Facebook. They're just talking, you see them, or you see whatever their camera sees, and that's it. But the Google Hangouts feature allows you to share your screen. So you could do a demonstration, you could do an actual presentation, um, which is what I did. I used Google Slides and did a presentation. Um, but if you just do the live stream, it's not the same thing. That's very important because that is where I actually messed up. We'll get to that in a little bit. But okay, so that's number five is creating a new live event. And then once you've filled out all of your information, you've scheduled or created your upcoming live event, now you have the ability to share the link for the event that you just created. Okay, so... I'm going to pause right here for a second, okay? Because we're about to get really, really techie. Like, I'm going to go full-blown geek squad on you, and you're probably going to say, Crystal, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you please slow down, stop this? I I don't even know what you're speaking a foreign language. Take a deep breath. We're going to get through this together. Because if I can understand this, I promise you can get there too. I promise. And this is why, yeah, we're just, this will be a YouTube video, I promise. Because this is just, we're going to need some visuals here. 
But number six was, okay, you have the ability to share this YouTube link. Okay, you've not gone live. You haven't actually done anything. You just created the opportunity for you to go live. Now, number seven, I want to make sure you're like, take some notes or just go sit at your computer and we'll, we'll walk through this together, okay? We are going to take that link that you have for your future YouTube and we're going to add it to the page of your website, okay? Or you can share it on your social media account, which you don't want to do that because you're not live yet. If you were about to go live, you could do that. But no, we're just, eh, scratch that. We're going to take the shareable link and add it to your website, but I want to take it a step further because if you just add that link to your website, then that's it. Anybody, anybody could just go watch your webinar and we don't want that, okay? Because I wanted to use my webinars, whether it's for a product, informational, whatever, I want to use webinars as lead capturing for my email list because growing your email list is where it's at. Like it helps in every other part of your business. And I know that if there's someone out there that's interested in watching a webinar about podcasting, then there's probably a good chance that they're interesting and they're interested in my other resources for podcasting or possibly my podcasting course. So I want to take that opportunity to capture their email. So that's actually number eight. So number seven is you want to get that shareable link that you created. Excuse me. And then you want to, um, number eight, you want to use that in lead capturing your email or emails for your email list. And um, so I set up like this page on my website for participants to watch whenever the webinar went live. I don't think I said that. So let me just walk you through this. So number nine. So, okay, hang on. Let me, let me reverse. Number seven. (laughs) Oh, I just, I need to go. I just need to cut this off right now and just go create the YouTube video. I will. It's coming. It's going to happen. But I want to walk through this because this actually helps me create better content for you because I want this to be super awesome by the time you see it as a visual. So we'll just call this the test run, right? Okay, so number seven is you're going to have the shareable link, number eight, and you're going to add it to a page on your website. But number nine, okay, so you want to add that link to your website, okay? But number nine is like you're reverse engineering this webinar, okay? Because you created the event. Now you're creating where that event is going to live on your website. Now we're going to back up again, reverse engineering. I created a landing page for people to pick the date and the time that they wanted to take the webinar. Based on that time that they chose, then they're going to be sent to a landing page that's specific for those times. Okay, so number nine is create a landing page for people to pick the day and the time that they want to do their webinar. Okay, and then number 10 is I set up a landing page for people to register for the webinar through my email service provider convert kit. 
So, like I said, I know I'm going super, super deep in all the techie stuff and ConvertKit and building a website and creating pages and landing pages, like, and you're probably ready to pull your hair out because I've been there. Trust me, I've been there. But I want to say all of this because it's very important and critical, and I understand why uh, people pay for webinar platforms, by the way. This is my little side note because it's not super easy. Okay, it's not super easy, but as Marie Forleo says, and I love her for saying this, everything is figure outable. Everything is figure outable. So, um, so we're gonna create a landing page for them to pick the date and the time. Then we're gonna set up another landing page for them to wed- register for the webinar through the email service provider. Okay. So once someone has signed up for the webinar of their choice, and I had four different times that they could choose from. I only did it on two different days, and I did one in the morning, one in the afternoon on each of those days. So there's four time slots. And whenever they registered, they were automatically flagged in my email service provider and ConvertKit as, um, as registered for the webinar. So I could... Now I can go back and see of all of my subscribers who registered for the webinar because that means they're interested in podcasting or they're interested in the product or they want to know how to launch a podcast. And um, and whenever they registered for that time, I could trigger an automatic sequence, like an email sequence, for them to get excited about the webinar. I could tell them, oh, these are the amazing things that you're going to learn. Or I could send them a reminder of what they needed to know before they went live. And I also sent them the workbook that went along with the webinar. So that's like an additional extra step. I feel like it's going above and beyond when you do like a printable or something like a PDF that they can have while they're watching the webinar. Um, that's something that I like when I watch webinars. So I thought, well... Maybe other people will like it too. So, um, but all of these steps are really critical in developing a relationship with your audience and can really make a big difference between them just listening to you and walking away satisfied or just walking away and never coming back. So, um, and another thing that I did and I think is very important, and I've liked having this on, um, on webinars that I've sat on or watched is I sent them a reminder 15 minutes before the webinar started. So I'm like, oh yeah, I was going to watch that. And, um, I, you know, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to clear my schedule. I'm going to grab a snack. I'm going to make sure the toddler's asleep, you know, whatever I have to do so I can get the most out of the webinar. Um, and then I also sent um, a link to them that had the webinar. Like, here's the link to where you go watch it on my website whenever it goes live. So remember that page that we built that had the webinar on it? That's where you're going to put this link is in one of the follow-up emails that you send to the people after they register. And the reason why this is important is because I don't like for things just to go live on YouTube. I want to send people to my website because I don't just want anyone to be able to find this link. Sure, someone could share it, you know, and it be seen by hundreds of people, but let's be honest, that's not what happened. And if one other person saw it and I don't have their email, I'm not going to cry about it because if they wanted the information and they got it, 
awesome. That's really all I care about. But um, but I do want to keep people on my website and not on YouTube because I feel like um, they get more of a feel of who I am and they don't just see this as, oh, this is just another video on YouTube. So um, that was a long-winded one. So that was number 11 and that was um, just whenever someone signs up, like have them flagged as being a register uh, registrant. Is that the right word? Registration participant? I don't know. Registrant for uh, the webinar. And then number 12 is, again, we're reverse engineering this. And it doesn't sound like it's in the right order. But it is because you can't do any of the other stuff if you don't have a Google slide presentation created. And the reason why I put this as number 12 and not as number 1 is because... You don't have to have a presentation. You see what I'm saying? Did I say that right? So I think I just said you have to have a presentation, but I meant to say you don't have to have one. But if you do, this is when you should create it. Y'all, I did not even have a presentation created at all until about two days before the webinar. Isn't that crazy? Like, I, I really didn't because maybe that has to do with my confidence level and doing presentations, but I didn't create anything. I didn't create a single lick of content for this presentation until about two days before the webinar. And the reason is I already knew what I was going to talk about. I had it all basically outlined because I had the course complete and that's what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about specific points that the course, like it solves certain problems for people. So I knew what those problems were. I knew how I could solve those problems and how I could meet my customers right where they needed to be met with the course. And so I wasn't worried about the presentation. So you do need to have something to present, whether it's you doing a Google Slides presentation or walking them through you know, a a screenshot of whatever you're doing on your screen, like you're sharing your screen, you're walking them through something, you're teaching them something, you do have to have something to do, um, something to present to them. So um, that's number 12. Number 13 is an added kind of bonus thing, like it's an optional, you don't have to have it. But I did have a chat box on the web page because I like the idea of being able to interact with people. And I told everyone like, hey, like leave your questions here. Because if you don't install like a plugin on your website to have a chat box, then people can't really ask you questions. Because again, you're not posting this on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, people could just, you know, write underneath. But then everyone in the world would see and you wouldn't have done some lead capturing and started a relationship with your audience, if that makes sense. Um, and then number 14 is I created a buy button on the uh, the website page where the webinar was so people could just purchase the course directly that I was promoting, which was Ricky Podcasting, and they didn't have to go searching for more information on the program. Like, they didn't have to Google, okay, she talked about this program, now where do I go find it? Like, it was just right there. Like, if you want to learn more information and you want to buy now, it's just right here underneath the page. So, um... So yeah, let me go through these real quickly because I feel like I got discombobulated there in the middle and I want to make sure that all this is super clear. You can always email me if you have questions, crystal at crystalprofit.com, 
Again, that's Crystal with a K, Profit with two Fs and two Ts. But, um, yeah, it's like, shoot me a message if any of this is as clear as mud. Because that's how I feel about how I explain some of it. And I believe that a YouTube video is going to work a lot better. But, you know what? You do what you can with what you got. And what I have is this podcast platform right now. So, um, so number one is you have to enable live streaming on your account. And again, that can take up to 24 hours for it to go into effect. And number two is you're going to go to your creator studio on YouTube. Number three, you're going to go to other features within your creator studio. Number four is you're going to go to live events. Number five is create a live event, and if you're doing testing, then just fill out all the information as like, you know, testing or, you know, test one, two, mic check one, two, one, two. Okay, sorry, yeah. Number six is once you've scheduled or created your live event, you have the ability to share it. So number seven is we're going to share that link to a page on your website. And then number eight is we're going to take it a step further and we're going to use lead generation using email service providers to create or to capture um, emails from the people that are registering. And how do you do that? Well, we're going to go into number nine and we're going to create a landing page for people to pick the date and the time for the webinar. And then we're going to, from that, participants get to choose which page or, you know, which time they want to register for. And then number 10 is you're going to set up a landing page specifically for those people to register for that webinar through your email service provider. So there's a lot of landing pages involved, and I know that a video is going to clear this up a lot. But um, but just know that number 10 is you're going to have to set up another landing page for people to register for that specific one, that specific time. So number nine is let them choose their time, and number 10 is an actual landing page for them to register for that specific time. Okay, and then number 11 is once someone signed up for the webinar of their choice, they're going to be flagged as someone who's registered for the webinar, and then they're going to trigger, and it's going to trigger an automated automated email sequence to really develop that relationship. Number 12 is either create a presentation or have some notes for what you're going to say or what you're going to teach during your webinar and um, really the value that you're going to add to your customers. Number 13 is optional. You can add a chat box to uh, to your web page where the webinar is being hosted And number 14 is create a buy button. Or maybe this could be just a call to action. Like you finish the webinar and you say, hey, follow me on Facebook. Or go check out what I'm doing on Instagram. Or go watch my YouTube channel. Like You could create a button for them to go anywhere. But you want to have some sort of call to action at the very end of your webinar. So they're not just like, okay, that's it. Nothing else. She just ended and okay. Like that's not, you know, you want you want to have a call to action for your audience. And then the last thing I wanted to share with you, so those were the 14 steps. Um, the last thing, and this is just, I'm, I'm so embarrassed saying this, but you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Always test your technology. Okay? Because um, here's, I'm just going to share a quick story. I 
set all this up. All these 14 steps that we just went through, I set all of this up as a live event on YouTube. Well, guess what? A live event and, or no, sorry, it was scheduled as a YouTube live, not a live event. There is a difference. There's totally different because the live doesn't have the Google Hangouts feature. The live is just me talking into a camera. And it's, it is very different on how you set it up. And once you get in there, you can't just toggle a button that says, oh, never mind. I don't want to do a live. I want to do a live event. No. You have to go in and create all of these over again and go and change them and all the email sequences that you've done and on your web page and any other place. Like it was, oh my gosh, it was such a mess. It was such a mess. But you know what? That's why I'm sharing this with you today. I'm sharing with you the lessons learned because I could have just done the YouTube live but then I wouldn't have been able to share my screen. I would have just been talking at a screen without being able to share the whole presentation that I had made. And it would have just, yeah, it, it wouldn't have worked. We'll just call it that. It would not have worked. So that's it. Oh my gosh. Like that was just so crazy. Like I hope that you got some valuable information. I may have just totally confused you when it came to email service providers and the other tools that I use, but I think that just getting this out and talking about it has really helped me see where I can make a really awesome YouTube video on this. So that's what I'm going to go do. But that does it for episode number 34. So go, I'm going to put all this in the show notes, by the way. I don't know if I said that earlier, but I am like, Go check out the show notes for episode number 34. Go to crystalprofit.com slash episode 34. And then you're going to find the show notes for everything that I talked about. I'm probably going to put some screenshots and some pictures so you're not completely just scratching your head saying, I have no idea what you're talking about. But also be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review if you want to be considered for our next drawing. Stay tuned for next week's show. And remember, keep it up, rookies. We all have to start somewhere. 